and welcome to another episode of This Is What Blind Looks Like. I am Angie and Kimberly and I have two special guests here with us today. This is our very first podcast collab, so we're so excited to have the ladies from the podcast Fashionably Tardy with us today. Hey guys. Hey, Angie. Hey. So happy to be here. I'm I'm Lucilo. And I'm Natalie Travon, and I'm really excited to be doing this collaboration. So are we. Thank oh, you. Oh, hold on. Oh, my God. Am I? Okay. Okay, sorry. I just thought I had, like, a... Uh, okay. Every, every, okay, everything's recording. I'm, like... Okay, sorry, guys. Um, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm so... We're so happy to have you guys. Like, I... I'm just so, so thrilled, and today we're going to talk about one of my favorite subjects, and obviously this is um, what Fashionably Tardy's podcast entails, and we're going to talk about fashion. So, um, I want to ask you guys, first of all, I, I love the name, I love the wordplay on this name fashionably tardy can you guys like I want you guys to just tell me a little bit about yourselves and tell me a little bit about how your podcast just you know how you guys got started and what inspired you guys to do what you're doing because like I've 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 listened to um episodes that you guys have done and I know that you guys definitely dedicate to um not only fashion but like fashion and disability and how those two things come together, and I think it's amazing. Okay, so Thank this you. is Lissa, and I will get the party started, which is something we always say on Fashion Week Party. <laughs> Love um, it. Because we have, Natalie and I have been, we've known each other since 2018, and um, what we realized later on is that we both are passionate about advocacy, especially within the disability community. And how we found that out was one day we were both very livid. Oh, I'm sorry. I had to repeat because Amazon just makes the dun-dun noise. <laughs> That's okay. Um, okay, so I'm Lissa, and I'll get the party started by saying that Natalie and I have known each other since 2018. And a little bit into our friendship, we started to realize that we're both very passionate about advocacy, especially within the disability community. And one day on The Breakfast Club, a wonderful segment came out where Charlemagne and his crew were making fun of a blind girl who was saying that she wanted to just be a babysitter and be paid as such because employment is very difficult to find us blind people. Yeah, Yeah, that's a frustrating thing. Mm -hmm. And so Natalie and I just got really annoying we're like what do we do about it and so natalie called she's like you know i'm gonna write about it and i was like i'm gonna help you so i did the annoying part about because i volunteered to do it she didn't ask me to but i did the annoying part of looking through all the quotes and it was just making my blood pressure go up Mm -hmm. and so we wrote this amazing article however we wrote it like three or four days after it happened and we knew that no news media would pick it up so then we're like, okay, we have a voice now, can't really use it, what do we do? So at first we started designing an idea to create a podcast and a platform um, called The Blind Diaries. Mm-hmm. And 
we were we actually started recording. We were on episode one. We did the trailer. We were going to record episode one, and then we just we stopped and we took a break from all that podcasting, websiteing stuff until dun dun dun. Natalie contacted me again about this in March, so I'm going to turn it over to her because fashionably tardy is her baby, and we're it's our project. I would I want to be clear, but it was her idea. Natalie is the creative director for a reason, mm-hmm. and so I want to turn it over to her to get her vision and how we all got how we both got started. Give me one second. I just want to pa- I just want to put in my headphones. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. Give me one second. And let me say, the whole thing with uh, the Breakfast Club, I heard about that, too, and that made me mad, too. I was like, no. Mm-mm. Me, too. I felt so bad. There was such a huge, like, everybody was, like, an up in arms about it, and I can see why. Yeah, it was awful. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, go okay. ahead. Okay. Yes, thank you so much for that wonderful introduction, Alyssa. That's pretty much how it got started. I think for me, when it comes to Fashionably Tardy, I had moved or tried to move to the East Coast back in March, not realizing that coronavirus was about to be a mess. Mm -hmm. And I was literally looking for apartments. Melissa was helping me. (laughs) And we started hearing on the news, like, start staying at home. Like, there's, you know... They don't want people out. And of course, you know, that meant not taking the trains and that's how us blind folk get around. And so it was a really, it was really scary. And I fortunately have an uncle that lives in Philadelphia. So I hopped on a train and went back to his home and stayed there. And I was kind of devastated because I was just like, well, I moved out here because number one, I heard the resources are better for blind people. And number two, this is kind of like the fashion capital. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wanted to be, you know, involved in fashion in some kind of way, mm-hmm. just because like I always had a passion for fashion and people would always come up to me and say, like, I really love your clothes, who dresses you, who styles you. <laughs> and I would always have to be like, no, like I'm <laughs> no stylist. Like it's me. Like yep. I put my own outfits together and yep. this is something that I really like. And my friends will tell people, like, no, we go to Nat's closet. Like, if we need something to wear, like, we're going to go see what she has. Or we're going to ask her for ideas. <laughs> because I just really like putting looks together. Mm-hmm. And so I saw that FIT had a fabric styling program. And that's kind of what I wanted to try to get into. But so here I am sitting on a couch in Philadelphia wondering like, well, what are my next steps? Like, I don't know what to do. I wanted to do fashion. And and I just feel like God was really pushing me to still do something fashion related. I just didn't know what it was. And Mm -hmm. so I started hitting up people in the fashion industry on LinkedIn and being like, hey, I'm working on a fashion project where I want to tell stories of people in the fashion industry. Because in my mind, I felt like, okay, well, in the meantime, I can be learning about the fashion industry and I can be meeting people and networking. Mm -hmm. And I felt like the best way to do that is to listen to people's stories and tell them people love to talk about themselves. Mm -hmm. And so, and I just felt like it was the perfect time because everybody was sitting at home due to Corona. Right. So, and, 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 and when I was right, like people started to respond. And I think that's when I hit up Melissa, like, 
hey, I didn't know if this was going to work, but <laughs> I'm starting to get feedback. And do you like want to help me with this? And she was like, absolutely. I just feel like Melissa is our storyteller between the two of us. Mm-hmm. And it just was like a perfect collaboration with me having, you know, an act for fashion and her having an act for storytelling. And we brought that together. And I don't even remember how I came up with the name Fashionably Tardy. I was just like, I don't know what to call this. At first I was thinking like Style Me Up Nat was going to be the name of the blog we were going to do. It was going to be a blog at first. But then I was just like, well, it's so much bigger than styling. So I was just like, what can it be? And I was just, you know, thinking of names, thinking of names. And I was like, well, you know, you know, we're, you know, I try not to be late, but if I'm going to be late, like at least (laughs) I'm going to be fashionably late. And I was like, like, maybe fashionably tardy, like that's, that rings better. And so I think that's like how I came up with the name. But yeah, it was like, like everything, I don't know, like, and Lisa can speak to this too. Like, I just feel like everything kind of fell into place. Like we didn't know what we were doing, Mm -hmm. like as far as podcasting goes, but I just feel like things just started to connect and make sense. And we were really, really blessed to make something that's turned out to be super special. That is awesome. That is awesome. When I found out that you guys had a podcast, I'm like, oh my God, I have to, I have to listen in. And part of the thing that I do is I subscribe to a lot of blind podcasts because I always look for guests. All of my guests are strictly blind or mostly blind, I should say, for the most part. Um, And the way I came up with my podcast was you know, I was in school for audio engineering at the time, and I said, if I make a podcast, it's going to be a blindness-related podcast, and then I just started thinking about what I would call it, and I'm like, oh, I'm going to call it this what blind looks like, because I'm like, well, I always get asked, like, you know, you know, I, 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 well, I would say not just me, but, like, every blind person, you know, they're like, oh, you know, especially if you're partial, they're like, you don't look blind. You don't look blind. And to me, I was just like, well, what does blind look like? So that's why I named it what I named it. And I thought to myself, okay, this is what I'm going to name it. This is what I'm going to do. So I started up with a proposal and I knew in my head that I was going to have a female co-host. You know, I'm like, I want a woman to be a, my co-host in this podcast Uh, And the reason being was because I just felt like a lot of blindness-related podcasts were all done by men. Um, Well, at least the ones that I was listening to at the time. And I was just like, no, I I want another woman as my co-host. And I had people tell me, like, oh, you know, why do you want a woman as your co-host? Like, oh, I would do it, but you want a woman. And I'm like, I want a woman for a reason, (laughs) you know? Um, And so I... I came up with it and I've been running for two years and my first year I was so inconsistent, but now I think we kind of have that consistency going on. We do our episodes monthly um, and I'm just so excited of the opportunities that are coming my way very, very slowly. And so when I found out that you guys had a podcast episode, I'm like, you know, a podcast going, I'm like, oh my God, I want to collab with them because um, our second season... I decided I want to collab with other blind podcasters so we can both get our names out there and so people could start listening to both 
podcasts. Um, and I think it's amazing that you guys are doing something with fashion um, and disability. Like, I'm a fashionista. Like, I, you know, I love putting up, you know, putting outfits together. Like, when Natalie said, like, people always ask, oh, who styles you? Um, I always have people coming up to me like, oh, where do you go shopping? Where do you go shopping? I'm like, oh, I shop just about anywhere, you know? Um, and I, like, it's amazing. Like, I love, I love dressing up. I love taking my time to put on my makeup, dress up, and, you know, I'm sure you guys, you know, can both relate as well to that. Well, um, actually. What I do, so, since we're in, <laughs> since, you know, Natalie mentioned Corona, and since we've been, you know, staying at home and not really going out these past months, um, I have a fun question to ask you guys. So what is your, like, stay at home or, like, your your quarantine outfit? <laughs> okay, well, this is Melissa, and I have a couple things to say. First off, I actually thought that I was not crazy into fashion. Which is like, I know, crazy, because I'm working on a podcast all about fashion. But I'd mm-hmm. say my favorite type of clothes is business casual, and I love dresses. Mm-hmm. So anyone who knows me knows I have, like, a quadrillion dresses. And, <laughs> like, that is what I, I enjoy picking out. I enjoy wearing. I enjoy styling dresses. So at first I was just kind of like, well, this is just me. I like colors, and I like business casual attire. Nothing crazy fashionable about that. Because I used to think that, like, in order to be fashionable, you had to be like that all the time. And, like, for me, my, my when I'm dressed down, y'all, I'm dressed all the way down. Okay? I mean, yes. like, <laughs> t-shirts is randomness. And so I just was like, well, I only dress up for work, so I'm not fashionable. Um, and with this podcast, I started to realize that the choices that I was making were indeed fashionable and like then I started to realize that I actually had methods that made it better for me so I guess now I can say that I do have a style and I do have style which is awesome that I have both so um the reason why I want to get that out the way is because that's not what you see right now during corona okay so right now right exactly now I wear um jeans or leggings and um Right now I have on, oh, I have on a green and white shirt. Yesterday I had on a tie-dye shirt. Um, and when I have to go on camera for my job, I make sure to spruce myself up with a Zoom shirt. And I did write an article about some of the Zoom shirts I wear in the winter time because it's very important to, you know, show your neck, not use colors that are bad for typical webcam cameras and all that stuff. So I wear right. Zoom shirts to my job when I'm on Zoom or when I'm doing other important things on camera. But trust and believe, um, definitely business up top and random down below. If I had my way, I would wear pajamas all day. However, when I do that, it makes me lazier and I just don't get as much work done. Um, right. So yeah. that's, that's really my style right now. Like the on the very rare occasions that I go out, I wear the cute clothes that I purchased in October, hoping that I'd go out again. But honestly, I have barely gone shopping during this pandemic for things that you can wear, like like jeans or shirts and stuff like that. I just haven't really found a urgency, though I do plan on doing that 
within the next two weeks because I'm sure there'll be lots of Christmassy Zoom things and uh, a girl has to be ready. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, you have to be ready for the holidays. Like, even if it's just staying at home, I agree. I like that you guys are fashion-driven because I've always been kind of fashion-driven. I think Angie's the fashionista of our group of blind friends, but I've always been a little <laughs> fashionably conscious. I'm not one for makeup, but I am definitely one for cute outfits, and I like to put together outfits that like I didn't realize in the beginning and then like I'll take something out of my closet and be like oh my god this goes together and it makes me so happy and it's like yay I found a new outfit and that's like the highlight of my day and you know you feel confident and all my friends know that one of my words when it comes to fashion and and nice things and looking good is I always say the term cutie and so I always say like, oh, that's so cutie or I feel so cutie, you know, and so um, I do. And I know that when I like walk down the street and if I'm all spruced up, I'm more confident and have a smile on my face. And when I was getting blindness training, I was always the one to have the cutest outfits, I guess I would say. But um, Angie takes the cake, though. She's the one with the bling boots and and the the latest jackets and she's adorable so (laughs) (laughs) thank you (laughs) natalie what is your well uh i guess you know kimberly what is your like lately what is your like corona quarantine outfit well i must admit i'm a lot different than most of my friends because some of them they say they can stay in pajamas all day me i when i get up i get dressed right away because i feel that that's the first part of my day and as me as a person i might not have the nine to five schedule like everyone else does but i feel if i'm dressed up someone could drop in at any time or, you know, I don't know. I just feel that that's, I've always had that be the first step of my day is to get dressed for the day. So I don't stay in my pajamas for too long. And when I go to bed, it's right before bed that I change, but like, like, I'm not sure which one of you said it, but, uh, leggings and a t-shirt or jeans and a shirt Uh, I'm I dress down typically just because I'm not going very very many places and most of my stuff is leggings sweats or jeans but in the summertime I wear like shorts or capris and things like that but as of now it's just my typical leggings sweat jeans t-shirt long sleeve shirts I like long sleeve t-shirts but they have to have like either plain or a cute pattern and match with my pants like I'm big on matching and and coordinating the colors and things like that Mm -hmm. Natalie what is your um your corona quarantine outfit for the pandemic my outfit is the struggle like I don't even try like, <laughs> like when corona was like before corona I was so into dressing up like I always had I, I was like Kimberly like I like to match 
and I always had on heels and I always dressed like mm-hmm. my friends were like, they would call me and be like, what are you wearing? Because I don't want to be dressed down, you know, <laughs> like, now <laughs> it's like, oh, like, like workout pants and random shirts and my hair is up in a bonnet or in a scarf. Like, I just do not care no more. The only time I get dressed up now <laughs> is when I also do some acting on the side. So if I have oh, to nice. be on camera for either acting or modeling, that's when I dress up. But oh, even wow. then, I'm like, mm. I can't wait for it to be over so I can go home <laughs> and go back <laughs> on my lounge clothes because it's just like, I don't know. I just, this corona just has me like not with the dressing up. But oh, I can't no. wait for it to be over and for me Ugh. to like get back in my heels. Like, I hope I can still walk. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I yeah. just feel like, because I wear yeah. them high, like four or five inch. Oh, so wow. I'm just like, Oh like goodness. I ain't got no practice. Like I had to shoot on Saturday, and I had on some really tall heels, and I was like, "Who? I hope I don't fall on my butt." Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm still trying to master the whole four to five inch heels walking thing because I can walk in them, but then after a while, my feet are killing me, and I'm like, "Nope, I need to go back to flats." But um, I was gonna say like my my Corona slash quarantine outfit has been sweats you know either like a cute sweatsuit or um you know sweats t-shirts leggings hoodie dresses I love hoodie dresses I don't know why um but I have a couple of them and I just love I they're just so comfortable to me um and you know like you guys it it sucks not being able to dress up. Like, I haven't even done my makeup in a while just because we've been stuck in quarantine. Like, there's nowhere to go. And I've had, like, cute outfit ideas that I haven't been able to wear. Or, like, I... Because of this virus. Like, I have... I love faux fur jackets. I'm obsessed. Um, And I know that they're, like, coming... You know, they're coming back and everything. And I'm so obsessed. And I haven't been able to wear a single one... Because I've had no place to go. And it sucks. <laughs> um, it really sucks. And I, like Natalie, Kimberly, like you all, I'm a big sucker for, like, matching. Like, if I put something together, like, it has to match. Like, it can't not match. Um, and, but, yeah, wow. Like, this, this corona has seriously, like, I feel like the whole world is just wearing sweats. Um, I mean, I'm in sweats, well, actually pajama bottoms right now, but, because <laughs> it's, you know, early or whatever, but, like, I'm in sweats right now, and, you know, luckily for work, like, I don't, I'm doing contract work right now where I just have to record audio, and it's about the pandemic, <laughs> and, um, luckily I don't have to show up on a camera, but still, I mean, dressing up does get you motivated, and I, I can. Compl- Excuse me, I completely get where you guys are coming from uh, because it is important to, you know, to feel, to feel good, to feel confident. I feel like every woman feels confident when they put on that bold red lipstick or that cute outfit or like, okay, you know, well, those cute that's heels. That's true. And that's, that's crazy because that's my question for all of you guys because I'm like, okay, what I feel most confident in now versus before 
Corona is different. And so I want to talk about that because like in the past, man, I felt good. I'm wearing a, a nice dress. I'm talking probably a little bit more expensive. I'm wearing my best shoes and I'm just looking extra fly. Now, because of Corona, y'all, I feel so good when I wear my mustard yellow hoodie. Like I, I, pull, it out, <laughs> I pull it out for special occasions. I'm like, oh, I need to feel good. Where's my yellow hoodie? Or I feel extra good when I wear form-fitting jeans instead of like my comfortable ones that I'm always wearing because like I have a toddler and who's really about to be running around the house with some <laughs> with some tight jeans with a toddler. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and the last yeah. thing, oh my gosh. So I've only worn it twice so far, but I feel so good when I wear my olive green sweater, which is only for very special occasions. Like I have to be seeing someone I never really get to see or doing something. But those are the three things right now that I'm just like, I feel so good. I don't need a dress. I don't need, I don't need lipstick. I just need these three articles of clothing. So for y'all, what do you feel good in now that it's Corona versus like what you felt good in before? I would say, all right, oh, so... right, go ahead, go ahead, Angie. Um, okay, thank you. I'll say, um, well, for me, I feel good in, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say hoodie dresses because, you know, it's still a dress, but it's comfortable and, you know, I could, like, wear sneakers, you know, like, nice sneakers or, like, um, I could also wear, like, Ugg boots, you know what I mean? Like, and I can make it look cute by just throwing a jean jacket over it, you know? It's, like, casual and comfortable. Um, like, I have this hoodie dress that I haven't even gotten to wear because it's perfect to go out, you know? It's perfect to go out in. Um, no, it's not. It's not a hoodie dress. It's, like, a sweater dress, and it's, like, really athletic, but, like, it's sporty but chic, if you get what I'm saying. Um, but, yeah, that's, like, my comfort, like, go-to. Um, or just, like, you know, the other day I was wearing leggings and a hoodie. Like, that's just really comfortable because, you know, I'm just lounging at home, you know, or, like, a cute pair of sweats and, you know, sneakers. Like, you're not doing much, but, but, yeah, like, I miss, I miss going out. Like, I miss dressing up. Like, it's always fun to dress up. Like, I remember, you know, going out with friends. Oh, we're gonna go out to dinner or whatever. Like, I'll just be like, okay, I'm gonna just wear either, like, cute jeans, a top, you know, some, like, booties, uh, flats, you know, and just dress up, and every time, like, I, you know, and always, like, the handbag, like, you have to have, like, the handbag that matches the outfit, um, and I, I love handbags, my god, um, um, and again, that sucks, because I can't go out, like, um, but, yeah, I remember, like, going over to friends, and, you know, they're like, whoa, they're like, you know, where are you going, (laughs) or, you know, you look so cute, you know, (laughs) but, yeah, that's, that's pretty much my, my comfy go-to would be, like, hoodie dresses. I would say that mine's 
is not really an article of clothing. It's my hair. So like my hairstylist mm -hmm. a couple months ago told me that she's doing like in-house and I was so excited to get my hair done on the regular again. Like I cut my hair. It's in a cute little bob now. I just comb it down. Like I get it blown out every two weeks. And that makes me feel confident because before like just trying to manage my curls was just stressing me out and like oh, tangle, detangle, detangle. So I look forward to my hairstylist coming every two weeks. Um, and of course, like she works in, in entertainment. So she's constantly getting COVID tested and always comes with her mask and filter or whatever. Right. And so like, I feel comfortable with her coming. And so I love that. Like, I love my bob. <laughs> it's really cute. Like, I thought I was going to hate it because I had to cut a lot of hair off because and I feel like <laughs> I lost a lot of hair too, just because of Corona and like not just having like you know i was used to going to the hair salon all the time so like having to go to mm -hmm. to do it by myself was just like too much for me so like i don't know i feel like you could not have on a cute outfit but if your hair is cute like people still gonna be like okay sis go off because <laughs> mm -hmm. like your hair mm -hmm. is done so i just feel like hair is definitely part of fashion like it'll set up look yes if your hair you can have on the best outfit like you can have on gucci you can have on some east saint Laurent, you can have on some Givenchy. but if your hair is like mm -hmm. not together that's the first thing people gonna say like girl them edges weren't together her hair was looking crazy you know what i mean like people are gonna yeah they're gonna talk about that so i just i'm really no i agree. i really am excited about my new haircut and being able to um enjoy it and feel confident with it awesome Kimberly, what about you? Well, my wardrobe kind of has to consist around the weather because I live in a third floor apartment and it's a sauna. So um, I guess I the answer to your question is a little complicated because the outfit I would wear to be confident and happy I would be uncomfortable in because I would be sweating. Um, I love coordinating. I have a lot of shirts with like bling and or butterflies. I love butterflies. So if I can find a cute shirt with a butterfly pattern and I am so picky, my family will definitely vouch for this because if it's the wrong color ew, I'll like give it back to them or if it's a pattern I don't like oh that's too old lady looking you know like so sometimes they have to alter how they describe things to me or else I won't accept it but um I do the the outfit I would want to wear would be leggings with a baggy hoodie I like a lot of I get a lot of Hard Rock Cafe stuff, and it's not just, like, the typical logo. It's, like, the the sequiny Hard Rock Cafe sign, or, like, I got a sweatshirt a couple years ago in D.C. that's, like, baggy and maroon sleeves and, and has a Hard Rock Cafe sign, and it has, it's gray. And so I would wear that, but every little amount of uh, physical exertion I do, I sweat and half the time I have my windows open in my apartment. So at the moment, what makes me comfortable is long sleeve t-shirts and jeans or leggings or 
um, jeans and leggings and a t-shirt with a zip up sweatshirt that I can take off. Okay. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. I think it's important to have like something that makes you feel really confident, especially even now, like even though like we can't really get out much. Um, I think it's, it's very, very important. Um, I do want to say or ask like for you ladies, like, um, with, uh, I was gonna, I want, I want to ask, like, how, like, how do you, um, like, for fashion and blindness, like, you know, for it to come together, like, how do you know, or, like, what do you do, um, like, how do you, how, how do you find out, like, what's in, what's trending, um, like, how, like, how do you style your clothes, like, how, um, how do you put outfits together, um, or, like, when you go shopping, how do you pick out what you want to wear? Like, I know we all have our methods and stuff like that. I'll tell you mine. But I want to know yours. And especially just because, like, you know, if we have any blind listeners, like, I think it's important um, for, you know, people to either get tips or, you know, obviously we also have sighted listeners, like, for them to know that we as blind people, like, we, you know, we can, we can uh, pick our outfits and, and we know what's in and stuff like that. So like, what do you guys, um, what do you guys do for that? Okay. So Natalie and I get this question all the time. And at this point, we are so good with playing off of each other because a lot of our tips are the same. So Natalie, if you're ready, I'm ready. Number one, touch everything. <laughs> yeah. <Yes. Touch> everything <laughs> in the stores, like feel the material and understand like, is this going to be thick? It's the summertime. I, d I probably don't want to sweat to death. Is this going to be too thin? It's the wintertime. Is this a material that's going to be too itchy on my skin? Because here's the deal. It can look as cute as it wants to look, but if it don't feel good, if it doesn't feel good, then it's not going to, it's not going to benefit you at all. And I mean, feel good. Like for me, I'm allergic to a lot of stuff. So like those pea coats that everyone gets, to wear and look all extra fly in Melissa cannot <laughs> so for me it's my chance to um to make that determination Natalie I know you also feel everything when we went shopping together man I feel like there was not an article of clothing that we did not touch and we're judging everything <laughs> remember one time I fell in love with this one thing I showed Natalie I was like girl this is great she flipped it over like did you feel the bag there's a huge hole in it <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> a little bit out there <laughs> so that's that's the first one that we always say gotcha. yeah. Go I would also say that like I I guess it just depends on your vision but I wasn't born blind so I lost my vision at 18 so a lot of my outfits oh, wow. that I pick that I do I envision them in my head first so I, I <laughs> always use this like if I want to rock a red blazer, <laughs> then I'm gonna figure out what colors go with red. And Melissa talks about this too, looking up colors online. I think that's a great tip. Yep. But I'm like, okay, mm -hmm. gray goes with red. So I can put a gray dress with this red, red blazer and then I could top it off with some nude heels. Like that's really cute. And so I go into mm -hmm. a store knowing 
what I want to wear, like already envisioning the outfit and just looking for those pieces. Cause I feel like that way I'm not lost in the store. Like, Hmm, you know, <laughs> like just trying to like figure out where things are and what to do. Like I could literally just ask like, where are you guys' red blazers or where are your gray dresses? And so if I know what I want to wear, that's helpful. But if I, if I don't, then Melissa's right. I do just go in and be like, leave me alone. And I just kind of touch everything. I love pockets and buttons and embroidered stuff because you can, those are things you can fill. Um, and so I mm -hmm. like stuff like that, but also you talked about following trends. I don't follow trends. I just wear what I like, whatever I think is cute. I wear it and own that because I feel like you make up fashion. People can't tell you what's mm -hmm. fashionable, whatever you rock, as long mm -hmm. as you rock it in confidence, somebody's going to come up to you and be like, oh, that's cute. And you're going to be like, oh, okay. Like I did that today, you know, <laughs> and, mm -hmm. you know, you end up being in trend because you because fashion changes constantly and you just end up being oh, in yeah. trend anyways if you just wear what yes. you like and you wear it well exactly and you know what i've had that happen to me so so many times like yeah sometimes i'll look online you know but other times i'm just kind of like no you know what i'm gonna shop and whatever i like i'm gonna get it and i'm gonna own it like i have um kimberly mentioned earlier sparkly boots um I have a, you know, we all love our Uggs in the winter. I mean, I have a pair, one of, one of three pairs of Uggs, and one of them is, like, rose gold and with uh, sequins. It's covered in sequins. I love it. And I, I bought them, and I was just like, oh, these are so cute. I'm gonna wear them. So, I wore them for Christmas, and, like, my cousins were like, no, I would never wear sequin boots. And oh. I'm like okay, that's fine. Like, I'm going to rock it and I'm going to own it. And I've gotten several compliments. Oh, I like your boots. I like your boots. Um, and that's just the type of person I am. Like, what, you know, like you, Natalie, I like to envision things in my head and I like to pick out colors that go well and that flow well. And whatever I want to wear, I'm going to wear it with confidence. Like, I don't care. Like, yeah, sometimes some of the things that I can wear are a little out there. Like, I have a distressed denim, long denim jacket that I like. And, you know, sometimes to be, like, uh, you know, like, I'll sometimes put that with a hoodie dress and, you know, some sneakers if I want to be comfortable or whatever. Or sometimes I'll wear, like, boyfriend jeans and a cute shirt and flats. Um, but, or, or a sweater and flats and jeans, you know. But, yeah, I mean, I... You know, you're right. Fashion is constantly changing. And I also think that, you know, you wear what you want to wear. As long as you make it look good and you feel confident, that's all that matters. So I, I definitely agree with you on that. And I just want to sure. go back to, like, some of the blindness tips and some of the things that I've learned in time. Um, because Natalie did talk mm -hmm. about color. I love color. Oh, my gosh. I try my hardest to... I try my hardest to wear as much color as possible. Um, and oh my gosh, guys, I just realized I don't even know which microphone I'm using right now because my headphones have a mic on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, wow. That's I just okay. realized that, well, hopefully it's not bad quality because, like, it's. it's okay. Girl, it we can hear me. you. I can hear you just okay. fine. You're fine. But, okay, back to my. <laughs> I'm just like talking into a mic. I'm like, but my headphone mic. Anyway, all right. Um, so I was saying that, um, 
I just want to go back really quickly to the blindness aspect of shopping and of having clothes and being really stylish with them and say a couple of things because Natalie touched on color because color is such a big deal. Um, especially to me, I love color and I'm just like, I want to, I want to do the best I can. So I actually have um, a few methods to do that. I do have some vision as we know, only 10 to 15% of blind people have no vision or just light perception. The rest of us do have a vision and yep. we're navigating that. Um, in different ways. So for me, the first thing I do is non-visually. I go online, non-visual. I go online and I just type in a color. Like I've been on this whole teal, turquoise kick. Um, and so I'll type in like, what colors go with teal? And what I found is usually there are articles about painting. Like when you have a room and you're painting it teal and they say, what colors go with it? And they'll give you the psychology behind it. They'll say, if you put coral with teal, then it'll do this when you come into the room. If you put yellow with teal, it'll do <sighs> when you come into the room. If you put black and white, then it will bring out those neutrals in a crazy way. And I'm like, oh, okay. So if it works for painting, guess what? It works for clothes. So I go and I use what I see online about painting and I apply it to clothes because sometimes oh. it's really hard to read a color wheel. I do have images in my phone of my uh, no, actually, I think I have, yeah, yeah, I have a turquoise, um, an image about turquoise, an image about, two images about mustard yellow, which is like my favorite color to wear, and, awesome. and um, an image about lavender, and those images have like different colors paired up with them, and then they have the color name underneath it, so I can say, okay, lavender goes, I'm uh, sorry, um, turquoise goes really well with burgundy. Like a teal goes really well with burgundy, sorry. And oh. so like, it's my chance to, to do that. And so what I do is I pick a neutral color that I love. So for instance, you know, lavender, lavender and cognac or like, you know, dark khaki and stuff mm -hmm. like that. I'll be like, okay, that mm -hmm. works. That's a neutral. And then I'll go a little bit bigger and brighter. So I go lavender and green. Those go together really well. And then mm -hmm. from there, I go to the store and I'm like, okay, now I know if I want to be a little bit more watered down, I'll go find a neutral that goes with this lavender. I want to be extreme and have a little bit more boldness. I'll choose this color. So I always come in the store with three colors in mind, like Natalie does, except for me, because I just started exploring color in 2015, 2014. I had to actually look the stuff up and learn it. Um, whereas Natalie, I think she was born naturally with this ability to, <laughs> to just know color and know fashion. Um, so that's how I learned it. Another couple of tips I want to say, they're much shorter, is number one, um, number one, if you do have some vision, like, and you're in the store, use your cell phone camera to, like, see price tags and sizes. If you're not able to mm -hmm. a shopping assistant, um, ask the people in the store how, what the layout is like because that's really helpful as well if you don't want a shopping assistant. I love small boutiques because you get in there and you just pick a section and just work from it. And um, that's great. The high up clothes, in my opinion, they're always gonna be eliminated because I'm short. So unless it's got some crazy yeah. color, I can't see what the heck is going on up there and I sure can't feel it. So I usually leave those alone. Mm -hmm. um, other things to be mindful of is pay attention to the materials of the clothing. Like I feel like a broken record at this point because I teach high school students this and college students this every month. 
but know what the heck you're touching. Like there, there should be no reason why you don't know if you have a 50-50 cotton polyester blend versus like a 35-65. Like you should know what the blend is and what that does to your skin, what that does to your clothes. Like if you have a mainly polyester shirt, if you put that in the dryer with everything else, it's going to dry faster. So that's stuff to be mindful mm -hmm. of. And um, if you have like a linen shirt, it might lose its shape if you put it in the dryer. So if you know what materials you're working with, it'll also help you take care of it. So I had students um, last month ask me, well, how do I take care of my black jeans? Like they're going to get ashy. And I was like, yeah, I've been there. Oh my gosh, I've worn ashy black jeans and I shouldn't have. And it was because I really liked them. And I was like, darn it, we passed the point of no return. <laughs> but honestly, the secret to that is take care of them from the beginning the right way. And you will you'll have no problems. And so just be mindful of how to actually wash clothes. I don't mean read labels. I mean, look the stuff up for how to take care of your clothes. Because um, if every so many of us blind, visually impaired people, whatever you want to call yourself, like we we sometimes like forget that other people can see way more detail than we can so we might walk yeah like lint balls all over our clothes or whatever else so we really I think it, it boils down to clothes maintenance so I can legit split my college my closet up now between what I take care of and what I just didn't care enough about in the past and so those clothes are definitely my lounge around clothes at this point because I want to make sure I'm I'm uh, making a good impression when I walk into a room. So um, with that being said, right. stop putting your jeans in the wash with the rest of your clothes. That's the end of my P, uh, my PSA for today. Yep. yep. Thank, you so thank you so much for that PSA. And thank you so much for those tips. That's, that's really, really helpful. Um, and that, that would really, really help a lot of people a lot, you know, just like me, you know, like Kimberly, any, any of us, honestly, like those tips are awesome. Um, so what I do when I go shopping is I, you know, I also, I do what you guys do. I just like feel, I feel, I touch everything because I, to me, like, I think it's important because you want to know how that's going to feel against your skin. Like you guys said, and also, I don't know, it just, it really, really helps because, you know, you want to know like what you're wearing, um, and what I do also is, like, um, I try to envision what something goes with, just like Natalie does. So, I remember this one particular time I went shopping and I saw these really cute metallic gray jeans. I didn't get them because they didn't have my size, but I looked at them like, oh, they look so cute. And they weren't there. They were also meant for a tall person and I'm short, but I was just kind of like, oh, you could easily wear this with like a red top, a black top just to just kind of give it like a pop, you know? Um, but yeah, you know, things like that. Um, and I know they also have apps that are like color identifiers. I've never personally, I've never played with one. And again, I don't know how accurate they would be, but Melissa, I really love your idea about um, looking up colors, you know, as if you were to paint a wall and pairing that, taking that analogy and putting it to, to uh, coordinating outfits. 
I think that's genius. And honestly, I think I'm going to try that because I, I haven't tried that myself yet. But I think I'm going to definitely take your word for it and and see what happens. Because that's awesome. Speaking of that, I have a question. You mentioned how you type in a color and it gives you colors to match. Does it say the shade? Because I'm thinking, like, what if it tells you green, but it means lime green? Like, is it that specific? Um, yeah, when it's talking about painting rooms, yes, it is that specific. So also, I, I only followed the trends this season because I had to write articles about it. So like celery green is in season right now. And I'm okay. like, why the heck would I ever wear celery green? Now? Are you guys crazy? So I had to go look it up um, because I'm like, what is celery green? So I just typed that into Google and they tell me like it's a yellowish green and it's usually lighter. And so if they if they do come out with some random colors that you don't know, just Google them and get the description because they are there. Um, because when I'm looking at different colors that go with painting a room, they're very specific. Like when I was looking up the turquoise, because my bedroom is actually turquoise. Um, like I, I saw that coral was a color. Now coral does have a few hues, but the cool thing about it is that it really said it in the text. Like it can go with any shade of coral because coral doesn't have like a wide spectrum. Um, and then for yellow, they said, you know, stick to more lighter goldish yellow. And so most of the time you're going to see the specifics that you're looking for. There's very few times that I don't, especially when you're getting into like purples and reds, like they give you the color, like this is deep red, this is, uh, this is plum, this is burgundy, stuff like that. So I, I think I've seen that more often than not. I don't know about you, but I get a little confused because I grew up learning that certain colors didn't go together. And I remember when I was in high school, I actually bought the shirt because I thought it was cute and it said the word cutie on it. So I just had to get it. Um, but I didn't think lime green and hot pink went together, but like suddenly that was the style. Everyone was wearing lime green and hot pink. I was like, where did this come from? And sometimes when I put color tones together, I'll be with friends. I'm like, does this look okay? And they'll be like, oh yeah, brown goes with everything but black. And I'm like, but it seems to clash to me. Like, do you guys run into that problem? It all goes back to the color psychology and stuff like that. And that's stuff you can look up as well. Like, oh, for instance, um, when I was into this whole like purple and green kick. Oh, no, sorry, not purple and green, not purple and green. Mustard yellow and purple kick, which is like, oh, such a power combo for me. But um, when I was so into that, I would look it up. Like, why do these colors go together? What, Like, how can I pair these colors together? Like, once I knew that it was an option, then I went to Google and I got more specific because you should want to know why these colors go together. And most of the time they'll explain where the colors are on the color wheel and all that stuff because there's, you know, there's primary, tertiary, uh, primary, secondary, and tertiary matches that you can have on the color wheel and how those like impact how, uh, how fragile these pairings are. And I, I still not like an expert on color wheels, like, stuff so I don't often talk about it um I just go to google and look up pairs but there are there's some great 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 research behind it and um I also used to look at youtube videos for how to always know how to match your clothes and they they do a lot of color wheel mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. so there's there's a lot behind it that you should want to research and yes pink 
hot pink and lime green were such a big deal when I was younger too. I, I actually can see the jumper outfits that I wore back then as well. And they were that color. And I was not that stylish back then. It just happened to be a cute jumper that I would wear with a white or black t-shirt. So um, yeah, I do recall those days. Um, but uh, to go back to the question, there are definitely explanations out there and everyone should look them up. Don't just, for lack of a better word, Lord, don't just blindly like pick colors <laughs> because someone say, says they match, figure out how they match and figure out what that, what that means. Like when, when Angie was talking about the, the metallic gray jeans, like red is going to make the shirt pop more than the jeans in a way. Um, however, black is going to make the jeans be the focal point. So like just understanding those yep. things as well would be really good because Angie said it, it's like you got to make a pop and she knew she knew what she was talking about but if you don't like look that stuff up you may be like okay they're both popping yeah for different reasons though okay mm-hmm. exactly I don't mean to keep up bringing up questions but do you guys ever worry about Maybe society doesn't understand your color choice and going out in public and having people maybe thinking, oh, that poor girl, she's blind and she doesn't know that those colors don't match. Hey, Kimberly, this is Natalie. I It goes back to what I said earlier. Kim, just wear what you want to wear. Okay. <laughs> it's like mm-hmm. society always makes these unimaginable, like, they're like unrealistic, you know what I mean? And so if you want to rock it and you feel confident in it, um, and and by all means, like if you don't and you want to ask friends and family, like, is this okay? Then of course, like do that. But for the most part, like I don't really ask, you know, like if I like it, then I'm like, okay, like this, this could work unless it's like super out there. And I'm like, okay, can this? work you know like I'll ask oh that could be cute like and and going back to the bright colors thing the way I get away with it like I'll still rock a hot pink blazer or a bright color I just usually pair it with a neutral color and that's how I get away with Mm -hmm. it so that it's it doesn't look too out there um and so like I really I have like this hot pink blazer that I love 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 so I'll pair it with white or black and it's still gonna pop you know and so I just think that like if you like something own it you know and don't really worry about what society thinks because they don't have it right things change every day they'll say oh stripes and florals don't go together and then two months later stripes and florals go together you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) and so it's just like okay like i'm just that's why i don't really like i'm not a champion for following trends because i'm just like trends are trends they come and go and they're usually that yep and so just like wear what you want to wear and don't worry about society or what they think like is because a lot of people that can see can't really dress Kimberly I'm gonna tell you that right now they don't have any Mm -hmm. sense of style um you probably dress better than they do like that's just the reality of it like some people don't have style and I feel like it's not a blindness thing it's like either you have style or you don't either you're tacky or you're not so I just think that like you probably have like a great sense of fashion and you should just walk in that, like walk in it with 
strength and power and be like, my name is Kimberly and I'm a fashionista and own it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, Natalie, I will definitely say I agreed with everything you said. Like, I have that same approach. Like, no matter what it is, if you feel cute and you feel confident, get out and wear it. Like, that's what I always tell people. Like, you know, when they ask me, oh, does this look good? And I'm like, do you feel good wearing it? Does it make you feel good? Like, as long as it makes you feel good, girl, own it. Rock it and own it. Like, um... Again, I'm going back to the sequin Ugg boots. I will wear it and I will own it. Um, you know, I have these, like, glittery jeans that I haven't even worn. They're black and they're glittery. I haven't worn them yet. And I've been wanting, I've been itching to wear them, but I have no place to go. Um, when I do wear them, I'm gonna own it. I, like, that's just my approach. Like, I don't care what anybody says. Like, I'm gonna own whatever. That faux, that faux fur coat. I'm going to own it. If I wear it with jeans and a nice top or if I just wear it with, you know, a dress or whatever, I'm owning it. Um, but, yeah, I I agree. <laughs> because at the end of the day, like, confidence makes the woman. Like, not the clothes she's... I mean, well, yeah you know, the clothes she's rocking, but as long as she feels confident, then people will see that. Because if you don't feel confident with what you're wearing, then, you know. Oh, Andy, um, I have to go soon for a work meeting. Is there any way that um, at the end of the episode, like we can do a little bit of a, a plug for season two and like a dive into what our show is about? Yeah, definitely. I mean, if we don't have any more questions, we could end it. We could end it. And um, I'll let you guys do your thing. Of course, definitely. Thank like, you. um, so any more questions at all? No. Or anything you guys want to add? It was, actually, it was actually fun. Like good, good dialogue. I'm hoping that um, this is only the beginning of like fashion related tips and stuff. So that was that was a good idea. Yeah. Definitely, and I, I, I would love to do another episode with you guys for sure. Hold on, guys? Guys? Oh, God, hold on. Oh, my computer just died. Give me a minute. Oh, oh there some... she is. Good. There guys? Is. I'm so sorry. <laughs> hold on. Hello? Yeah. Guys? Yeah. Oh, God. Thank God. Okay. Sorry, my computer just died, but anyway. Are still recording um, or, like, what's happening? Yeah, we're still recording, oh, but okay. my laptop just died. Okay. Not my desktop. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. So, no worries about that. Um. Okay, so anyway, do you guys... Um. Yeah, you guys can definitely... Yeah, can you introduce um, it? And Natalie, can you plug our show in, in season two? Oh, I'm going to plug it all the way. All right. So, um, now given that we've, that we've, uh, don't have any more questions or anything like that, I just want to thank the ladies from the podcast, Fashionably Tardy, for joining us today. This was so much fun. I hope that we can do it again. And guys, um, 
really check out their podcast if you guys want to know more about fashion and disability and know how it all works, how it all comes together, and just to get to know these ladies and know what they're about. And I really, really recommend their podcast because you can really, really see their drive and their passion um, for fashion and everything else. So their season two of their of their podcast will be coming out soon. When is it coming out exactly? Yeah, so season two is coming. Hold on one second because my dad's making a lot of noise. Okay. Yeah, so season two comes out February 3rd. We're so excited. There's a bunch of new exciting changes that we can't wait to share with everybody. One being that next season, every guest will have their own episode. So that's like super huge for us because if you listened last season, you know, like it was split up into three segments and now each segment is going to be on its own. And I've already started interviewing for season two and the guests are amazing. Like I, I'm always blown away every season by who we get. And it's just, get, it, hold on one second. <coughs> okay, I think. I'm always blown away every season by our guests and this season is no different. And so I just really hope that y'all join us at the party coming. I am definitely going to join that party. Yes, I'm, I will be there. I will be listening, joining into that party and you guys are doing great things. You guys are doing big things. I, I'm just so proud to have you guys. And I know you guys recently had, you guys were recently on a, on a Sirius XM radio show. Is that correct? Melissa, can you take this? Because it's so loud. It's kind of loud over here. Yes, I can. Yes, we were recently on a Sirius XM show. It was our opportunity to talk about what we do at Fashionably Tardy and our mission. We were on a show with um, Bevelations, and um, it was an amazing experience because she's very fashionable in her own right, and we were also featured with an amazing fashion icon. And... um, yeah, it's, I guess it's only the beginning of our opportunities to get the word about, get the word out about our desire to bridge the gap between the disability community and the fashion industry, which we haven't talked about in this episode, but it really is our mission because we feel like it starts with conversations, it starts with education, and then people start to realize that this exclusionary part of the fashion industry is actually corrupt and it's, it's incorrect and it doesn't reflect society. And so we're hoping that more people do get included in what's going on in the industry and that more voices are heard and more faces are seen. And um, we're just really glad to have that opportunity to do that. Also, that sounds so awesome. I know it was it was crazy. If anyone is interested in being a part of our community, enjoying the conversation, by all means, please reach out to us on social media. You can find us everywhere. Well, not everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FT on the scene, S-C-E-N-E. And we are so happy to be on this show. We, we really enjoyed ourselves. Angie and Kim, you guys have a party of your own. 
to be honest, we, we love the mission about this is what blind looks like because we are also blind and everything is different for everyone. And I'm sure anyone who has listened to this episode can see that for themselves. So thank you once again for having us. You're welcome. And yeah, thank, thank you. you guys for, for coming along. And, and I, I really, really hope that we can have you guys again. Um, it would be so much fun. And um, I, I was just about to ask where, like, where can people find you guys? Like, where can people listen to you guys? So, so thank you so much for including that. And you guys know how I'm going to end this. Um, so thank you guys for listening to this episode. You guys know where to find us. Facebook at facebook.com this is what blind looks like twitter at blind looks like and uh, you can listen to us on soundcloud itunes google podcasts and tune in and we also have a patreon find us on patreon and please help support us so we can help definitely bring more content to you guys um and we hope that you guys join us for the next episode So thank you so much, ladies, for joining us today. Thank you for having us. It was great. Thanks.